Here comes some content. It's a beautiful day to stay inside and watch us. Please don't give us a copyright strike. Bo, please. That's I'm the, a huge fan. That's the that's the harmony in the background that no one hears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> copyright infringement on the background. Please don't. See, segue. Still. I thought you were going to say, Daddy made you a combo. Oh, that would have been. No, let's redo no, But that's a good intro. Yeah. We should redo it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let, let's, let's. You should do it. You should do it. I, I, you should do it. I, I have not sung in a very long time and it shows so i'm not gonna okay i'll do it i'll do it listen i could really sing but i ain't gonna do that hey look i made you a combo daddy made you your favorite oh i don't like that (laughs) (laughs) good enough good enough and just enough enough to not get stricken we love it Welcome to Bad at Magic Chase. Welcome. It's your first Thank time you. on the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. I, it took y'all a while <laughs> to pay for me to get on this, and I appreciate it. Um, I'm a little worthwhile. I am paying you in chicken nuggies and exposure. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> what are we talking about for this week's episode of Bad? We're Magic. talking about where you can find the show. <gasps> what that's so crazy because this show is places yeah this show is places it is one of the shows of all time it is one of the shows of all time in fact it is indeed a show at least one singular show uh if you want to help support batic magic please uh feel free to like comment and subscribe on this youtube channel you can also find us on where other podcasts are available like spotify apple podcasts etc and it really does help support us if you go listen to us there here near far wherever you are we also have a merch store by the way if you would like to show your support for our podcast and run some cool t-shirts on your body like the run more removal or the logo itself we have those available on our bonfire which is in the description below this week we're talking about combos in yes. commander specifically combos in casual commander because that's like mm-hmm. kind of been on our minds lately and we thought that we should talk about that yeah because the last thing we want to do is bottle up our feelings no i'm well i mean i've done that for 26 years and only now am i just unraveling that that little <laughs> little pile um but with, when it comes to combos, we really do want to emphasize combos in casual commander because obviously, you know, this wouldn't really make much sense when we look at the context of like CDH, which is very combo oriented. Do what you want. Yeah. And it's very necessary, I think, for the format to have those. And when it comes to commander, it's casual commander, I should say. It's a little bit, it's a little bit different. So with that being said, I do have to ask you, EK, as you, in my opinion, I think you're the comboiest out of the two of us. That is not saying much since you literally do not combo. Yeah, I don't like to. You combine cards together, yes. but you do not combo. No, and I that's the new. That's the nuance here. Yes. So to me, a combo is a combination of cards that work together to achieve something that is far greater than the parts of the combo are wow words i don't know how this saying goes the the, the The, whole is greater than the sum of its parts yeah the whole is greater than the sum of its parts like uh, a thasis oracle by itself kind of a trash card yeah a demonic consultation by itself is kind of an okay card Uh but when you combine them together they straight up win the game yes a sanguine bond by itself is still a really good card 
An exquisite blood. That's the name of the card. Yeah. Can you tell the combo player loves combos? You are doing so great. And I'm so proud I know. of you. I like how a, you call a, sanguine sanguine. It makes me sanguine. happy. Sanguine. That's like my favorite kind of pasta. Yeah. <laughs> Sanguini. Sang- sanguine bond is a very like a very fine, a very good card by itself. Yeah. Exquisite blood. A very fine, very good card by itself. But when you put them together, they loop around each other and yep. you win the game. There's this fine line between combos and just cards that are really synergistic together yes we don't have problems with synergy it's just that there's this fine line that you ride where cards are too synergistic to the point where they get off the rails they do heinous yeah and make for a not fun play -hmm. experience in some people's eyes I, I will say, like, I don't have anything against combos. This isn't a situation where, like, it's a rule zero. If you run combos, I'm a, I'm a you know, peace out. That's not it, my thing. It is I, impossible to not have a combo in your Oh, deck. of course. But for me, when someone goes, oh, I have an infinite combo or, like, I have an infinite or, like, I have, like, an alt-wing con, but it's, like, a combo piece or whatever, I I don't care. And um, I feel like a lot of times when people talk about, you know, things as divisive as combos, you kind of expect us to be like, oh, well, like it's one way or the other. For me, I genuinely don't care. I personally, I just don't like to run them because I don't have fun playing them. But if I'm playing against them, super chill because it takes you you as an opponent have to be vigilant for the pieces of the combo, Mm -hmm. um, which in itself is part of the game. But also it's just fun to assemble and see it get assembled too. It's just for me, that play style isn't my steez to play. But playing against it, I actually think it's fine. Um, I think they're pretty fun and, you know, all over the place. I I mean, you you have called me out as a combo player, but like the combos that I tend to enjoy are... Mm -hmm. A little bit more non-traditional like mm-hmm. i'm not i mean I, we're, I feel like we need to we need to counter down in the bottom right corner of how many times we mentioned thasis oracle and demonic consultation or like kiki jiki plus a card oh i thought you were gonna say episode. there was gonna be a counter in the corner saying how many times we said combo because i don't think you would want to do that <laughs> yeah the, this is this is not a drinking game waiting no to it's happen. not don't do that um but I want. I love seeing combos that I've never seen before. I love yeah. seeing interactions that I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. There's only so many times that I can see, you know, the the good stuff combos. There's only, you know, there's only so many times that I think mm-hmm. like either Flux Reservoir, Bull Citadel, and Sensei's Top is mm-hmm. is interesting. I yeah. I really like seeing ingenious combos just like you said like um for instance friend friend of the show uh delightful stephanie quad nines had this i don't know if she still has it but it, it is forever cemented in my head as one of the most interesting combos i've ever seen she has like this rube goldberg machine with a uh, prosper tome bound mm-hmm. um ice cauldron and like four other cards it's like a seven yeah. card combo but it works if you get all seven pieces flowing and it was so much fun to see that happen because, you know, combos typically are their most comfortable in the two to three card range. Yeah. When you get past that, it stops being a combo and starts being more of a hope and a prayer. And <laughs> to have it be seven cards is insane to me. And I think that's just, I think stuff like that is just so cool because it's a really ingenious to like find ways to, to create these things. That actually there. begs a really good question. Yes. Um, how many pieces do you need for a combo before it starts becoming like either more or less socially acceptable? Like, do you have like a, a number in your head? 
I think two to three cards is where it lives in my mind because like two cards is where it lies more in the synergy range. But like, obviously you have like Sigma Bond and Exquisite Blood, but like you yeah. need that third card in there to trigger to those start, two. Yeah. So I would say about three, two to three. I'm the type of person like I don't like I don't like two card Andes. I think they're uninteresting. Two card um, Andes. Yeah, I call it combo and Andy. Why do you call it an Andy? I don't know. It's <laughs> it's how it's been for like a decade, and I I won't stop. Why not call it a two card Carl? Like give it the give it the alliteration it deserves. I don't. I think that's the point. Or it doesn't. I love that you call it Andy. I'm gonna steal that. That's cute. <laughs> I, I think it I think it actually dates back to like ante, like playing for ante mm-hmm. in, a, in a card game, like playing for ante in a, at a poker table. Because I yeah, yeah, yeah. when I when I was in college, I studied a lot of game theory and like strategic interaction, mm-hmm. which is like the sociology of game theory. And mm-hmm. you play a lot different or you treat a game a lot more differently when there's ante at the table. I'm going to play the game a lot differently knowing if there's two card combos at a table versus Mm -hmm. three card combos at a table you know four plus that you know the whole rube goldberg thing again Mm -hmm. differently depending on what it is you know like you could have a team or saber tooth and a dockside extortionist Mm -hmm. and that makes infinite treasures but it only makes infinite treasures if there's enough artifacts on your opponent's side of the table yeah you know these these two card combos that are set up by your opponents doing really well like these piggyback combos Mm -hmm. i'm totally cool with but if it's tight and just works no matter what, whenever you want it to work, then I'm going to have a little bit more trouble with it. Yeah. For me, it's not the amount of cards. It's the mm-hmm. context in which the combo needs. I, I agree with you on that. Like, as someone who typically doesn't really care about running combos, I will say, like, when I do play against them in games, I do want to feel like I had a meaningful play experience. Yeah. And I feel like I've heard people describe this. I don't remember where I heard it, but, like, if – I, I don't like it when, you know, it doesn't matter what happened before, like at all. Like it's if the, if the like cyclonic someone, rift dilemma from the from the other week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if if whatever happened previously bears nothing on the combo that is about to happen, then it just kind of feels kind of like a you know, like it feels like, well, I just played for nothing because yeah. it, nothing would have mattered, you know? Or, or if the combo has come out so fast that like literally the only spell you've cast the entire game is a cultivate and the game's already over. Yeah. You, you did not actually play that game. You like put one land into play tapped and your opponent won the game. I would, I would also say, I think delivery on the combo too also matters. Like, I've had combos where I've been like hard locked out of a game and like, yeah, it's a bummer, but like someone was like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I combo versus I've had play experiences where I was playing, um, in like a charity event in person years ago and we were playing commander and a guy on turn two went, okay, Niv Mizzet play some random card I've never heard of. Okay. I win the game. And then he just grabbed all his cards scooped up and left and everyone resigned to it. And I was like, I don't like that. That's the energy I don't like. There's a big difference to me, like comboing Mm -hmm. off 20 minutes into a game versus Mm -hmm. 45 minutes into the game. Yeah. And it it might be just, it might, that might be like one turn difference, Mm -hmm. but that time investment, like I, I've had more time to be emotionally invested into the game. I've had more time to like maybe cast one or two more spells Mm -hmm. and do something yeah because 
if I to to use the analogy of like combos, kind of feel like you're slamming the brakes. Like if you slam the brakes like ten feet from the house, as opposed to like maybe an hour from the house, I'm gonna feel like you know maybe you forgot something or like less jostled than if you did yeah. it when we're like midway through the road trip. You know, like yeah, <laughs> like if we if we hit that like hour mark where you know everyone's kind of starting to like grooving oh, it's, it's yeah. getting late we're grooving yeah go off king go off queen <laughs> yeah do, do your it. thing yeah game's got in sometimes you know? but if if the mo- if if the mozzarella sticks and the uh applebee's sampler platter has only just shown up to the table don't ask for the check we're, we're we just sat down we just got our drinks Okay, this okay, two things, two things, two things, two things. First of all, why Applebee's? It's a just a really succinct analogy, okay? Okay, I'm sorry. It's just I get concerned when I find a person who who eats at Applebee's. I have not eaten an Applebee's in 15 years. I will That's have all I need to know. Okay, concern yeah, has been donated. Next yeah. thing is I actually would prefer maybe this is where we differ. If somebody is kind of playing a little bit spikier and they have a combo, I would rather them do it early. Oh yeah. Than don't, later. don't play with your food for sure. Well, the reason I absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Because like, you know, like maybe the appetizer just came out, but like, okay, that one person gets to eat the appetizer, but you can still order a meal, you know, with the Applebee's <laughs> thing. Like I would rather be like, okay, I only play two spells, but Hey, now I don't have to waste my time and we can do another game. And the other person now knows yeah. Hey, maybe I shouldn't do this. I think that's a good difference. I was playing games the other night. Yeah. And um someone comboed off twenty minutes twenty minutes into the game. Yeah. Uh and we're like, game three? Another game? And I was like, yeah, but I'm switching decks. Because I had played one spell. Yeah, that yeah. And then I I switched decks. I played Primal Surge. I played a, a lot more spells. There you go. But the game still only lasted twenty five minutes. That is a bit of a bummer. I mean, I feel like yeah. that all that that kind of whittles down to the social contract that we like to yeah. hammer in, which is also yeah. a speaker that we have that might be available soon. But um, when it comes to the social contract, you know, I'm not. Here's the deal. I've had people be very, you know, defensive when we talk about the social contract, saying, "Well, I don't feel like I should have to tell you the entire game plan of my deck because the whole point is to, you know, kind of like be." you know, mysterious and like kind of get that win. I'm not telling you to tell yeah. me the whole combo in your deck, but like at least tell me, hey, I have an infinite combo in here or like, hey, I, I have I, a combo. I want the Bumble profile of your of your deck. I don't want the autobiography. There it is. Yeah, like just give me the gist of what's going on. I don't want you to feel like you have to tell me your deck's life story. Just brief. Yeah. I don't need you to fan it out all in front of me, but like yeah. let me know. This is explicitly a combo deck. It is trying to win as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's all. I don't need to know what the combo is. I just need to know plan a combo deck, trying to win fast. The combo mm-hmm. pieces are going to present themselves pretty apparently. Yes. I, I do want to ask you a question though, because earlier yeah. you said that you in that game that you played that was only like 25 minutes, you decided to switch to Primal Surge. Do you consider Primal Surge to be a combo card? You have a more nuanced opinion about this. So, yes, I do. I have a shade of gray. Okay. I have a very shade of gray answer on this. It is technically a combo, but it Uh is only one card. There you go. It just happens to be one card that could theoretically put the other 98 cards into play. Therefore, it is a combo card. Okay. Um, I think differently. (laughs) 
I think it is, it is not a combo, um, because it itself is a one singular card. Um, and like, yeah, it's explosive. Do not get me wrong. It is very explosive. I played, it, it will I played win you your, the game. It will win you game. I played your deck. I know what it's like. Yeah. Uh, it's fun and exciting. It's powerful. It feels yeah, good. Yeah, it pretty much gets you all the creatures from your deck onto the battlefield. If you're running a deck like EKs, which literally has no non-creatures in it other than lands. <laughs> so it's kind of like, okay. It's jovialer. It's fun, but like the thing about it with with that for me is that Primal Surge is not a combo because it itself is one card. Like if I'm playing a green deck and I play a Finale of Devastation and I just sink a bunch of mana into it just for land, you go get a huff. But like that's not a combo. That's just you a still good need card. all of the other stuff around. Yes, it. that's just a good card. Which is probably why you think Primal Surge isn't a combo card exactly because you still have to do stuff after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, uh, like, like, and of course, like, there's the whole nuance of, like, do combos have to win you the game or do they have to be explosive? But, like, in my mind, when we look at it from in, just... Like, very innocent combos. Of course you can. Very easy. Like, just, like, a nice, easy flicker with, like, a workhorse and, like, an MEO. Yeah. Like, a good like, infinite flicker. But, like, with Primal Surge, it's a strong card, but I equate it to, like, a Finale of Devastation or a Triumph yeah. of the Hordes. I don't it's consider 10 it mana. Be, like, it's, it's a 10- sorcery. Guess what? You know what else is 10 mana? Storm herd. And guess what? Not a combo. <laughs> and guess what? Also a sorcery. <laughs> it's interesting you like you bring up Storm Herd. Yes. Because Storm Herd is also incredibly powerful. There are a lot of people out there. They would rather play against the Storm Herd where somebody they're... gets like 79 22 flying Pegasus. It's because they have class. It's because they have great taste that they like Storm Herd. <laughs> I mean, sure. Okay. I love Let, let's go. Let's go with that. There's this mindset in in mm. the format where like you don't play combos. You don't do anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like combat is the only way to win a game. I've been dabbling in content uh, combat. So I yeah, like I, I, I've I've noticed. Yeah, you, you, you you've seen my journey. I, I went I went to combat once. <laughs> As a treat. <laughs> As a treat. Like I find and. This is this is no disrespect to people who enjoy like the two and a half to three hour game. Yeah, yeah. I find that games that are completely combo less, mm-hmm. where combat is the way to win, tend to drag on a while. Yeah. Because how how do you make up for the fact that you aren't comboing? You spin your wheels. Yeah. And you just play a ton of stuff. Commander has entered this this era of where things are very complex and very less simplistic as they used to be. That's there are why a lot of words of, on cards now. Yeah, there used to be kind of like an unspoken rule of like cards shouldn't have more than four lines of text, and now it's like six, seven lines, eight lines. Like we're, that's we're not unheard of. At four. Yeah, as the minimum, truth, truthfully. But like Commander has turned into this very complex format. It's always been complex, but it's 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 moving away from combat i've noticed and which is like used to be the straight line path to victory now it's it's more in depth and involved i've noticed which is why i decided to build zapandril and vivictus to kind of return to that feeling of combat and i've noticed that when i play those decks even though people are running these super strong combos they're so focused on their combos that they don't have a way to defend against big beefy beaters (laughs) I was about to say you had uh, like a 26, 26 with Trampler or with mm-hmm. Trample last night. And um, everyone was just like, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. 
because everyone's so focused on doing their own thing, which mm-hmm. I find interesting. And that's a conversation in and of itself. But yeah. when it comes to combos, I do agree with you. Like it, it it's become a combo game where you kind of need to, to need to have that a little bit. Actually have a nuanced opinion about this that I, <laughs> I want your opinion on. Let me hear. Let me hear. Let me hear. I think the format has like trended more towards combo mm-hmm. because there is this notion that you don't want to just eliminate one player at a time and have those like knocked out players just sit there for potentially an hour. Super fair. So you have to eliminate everybody at the same time. And what's Mm -hmm. the easiest way to do that? Spin your wheels, play a ton of stuff and go to combat with like most of your deck in play or play a combo. No, I agree. I agree with that. Or go to combat and combo in combat. See, with my, I agree with what you're saying because, but I I would say like the two decks that I have that are more combat oriented are very, um, are very different. They go big. They go, well, they go wide or, or, or they go very narrow, but they go very, they they, they make lots of numbers in multiple different ways. Exactly. So like, it's not, it's not, you know, unheard of for me to kill two people at once. And then the last person, the next turn after, but I do agree with you on on that, like with with my decks, because you know I don't really combo. But for instance, I'll give an example. My Locust God deck, that is, in my opinion, combat oriented first with swinging with locusts. As a secondary fallback, I do have combos in there to win me the game just in case I don't get to swing, which mm-hmm. happens pretty consistently because Locust God is kind of like a, a red flag commander. Yeah. Fogs, Teferius Protection, a lot of those cards are... Yeah becoming popular again yeah, yeah it's a lot it's a lot so like running combos for me is kind of like my backup plan where uh, for a lot of people it's kind of their only plan yeah how many how many times have i played celebrity deathmatch against your locust god deck and it's just like i can't do anything he's got crime in his hand he always got, has crime in his hand he's got crime in his hands and <laughs> he's got he's got the joy down in his heart and the crime in his hands yeah but um but, yeah. yeah like you you cannot win that game theoretically if it's us heads up in that matchup you need another way to win you do which is why it's good to like i like to think of using combos as like a a safety net a fallback because like you can you can play pretty pretty i don't want to say competitively but you can play pretty aggressively um and still just not have it get anywhere because you know like for instance with locust god if you have a propaganda or a ghostly prison i'm sol Truly, I'm SOL. That's that's rough for me. All right. Never so winning like, that. No, How, but so like you gotta have something. Yeah, so and like it's, it's the same thing with a with a combo deck yeah. that can't combo. How are mm. you supposed to win if you can't combo? You know what? This is really reminding me of was it our first episode that we did where it's the thing? Like you you yeah. have to find but this but it's all connected, baby. It's all connected. It's all texture, baby. I've been telling people that, by the way. I told people about that in Richmond. I'm like, you and I have a have a phrase we use where if we mess up or if you know something goes weird or it's just different, it's, it's just all texture, baby. Yeah. It's all texture. Catching on. Right? Tastemakers. It is it's, it's so true though. It's so true. It is. You have to find other ways to do things. So like you know, if you're a combo deck running some, you know, uh, big beater pieces or maybe some ways to get your combo back. Like in my Alibu deck, I have um, a really good combo. Well, not even a combo piece, but it's a wing con is, is my grafted exoskeleton. And if you exile it, it's going to be a lot harder for me to win. But I do have Karn that lets me get stuff out of exile. Mm-hmm. And Karn just happens to be a good card in your oh, deck. Oh, yeah. Of course it does. It's, it's beautiful. And this is an interesting segue. I'm going to bring this up. We didn't write this down. I just think it's very cool. Love it, love it, love it. There are a lot of cards out there that a lot of people tend to run in their decks 
mm-hmm. that are just very strong, independent from their other combo pieces mm-hmm. that just happen to combo together. And that's why I always say, even if you think your deck is a combo deck or doesn't have combos, it does. Yeah. No, that's a thousand. I'm actually so glad you brought that up. Um, I used to have a, an MEL The Blessed deck. And like it had some good synergies in there. I mean, it's a it's a commander that wants you to flicker stuff and you can pay mana to give it a counter if you wanted to, but I never did that. I just wanted to flicker stuff for very cheap. Um, yeah. And it did very good things. I mean, it combat off with like workhorse and stuff. And like, I mean, it did all these disgusting things, but every, and I mean this, every single time I played that deck, I found a new combo within the deck that I never heard of before. And it got to the point where I played a game that I felt like I was being the problem. Like I was the misery creator that I was like, I'm done. And I took that deck apart the next day. Um, and I still get compliments on that deck, but like I just discovered so many new synergies within that deck that I just, and I would always go, Oh, well it's not that kind of deck. It just flickers and I get value. Value is going to lead to something. Value is a win con. It's yes, just it is a win con that takes a lot of time. Yes. I want to ask you now, yes. um, I know last week or two weeks ago was the Would yes. You Rather episode. And mm-hmm. I, you said don't ask you this question. I just think it's relevant right now. Would you rather play against someone comboing off mm-hmm. or spinning their wheels? I would rather comboing off. Um, and the reason why I say that is because as someone who used to have a, a wheel spinny combo deck, um, it gets so boring for the other players I don't, I, I, my, one of my biggest fears is taking a turn that is so spinny or twiddly that somebody has to be on their phone while I do it. Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. <laughs> you remember that thousand year storm turn that took 20 minutes? <laughs> I fever suspicioned everybody's Ooh. deck into play. That was kind of cool. <laughs> or like literally anybody ever who casts Bolas Citadel. Yeah, because then there's there, a land on top, and then they're like, "How do I get this land off the top?" And then it's like, and oh then God. like me being me, I have like fifty five different ways of getting the land off the top, and I yeah, but they're all at the bottom assemble. of the deck. <laughs> you can't get to or them. or you're just like play like you're playing Yahtzee, just trying to get through things. But there, yeah. there's just like there are combos and there are wheel there there's wheel spinning. That is non-determinant. And like Kark and Sakashima is a good example of this. That is like mm-hmm. that is like technically a combo deck, but it is like a manual combo deck. You you know eventually it's going to do the thing. It's just that because of how it works, you have to do it one step at a time, and there is no way to shortcut it. Most oh. of the time, these tighter combo decks have a way to shortcut things. You sparked my brain. You reminded yeah. me about something. I used to have a Gitrog deck. And technically, Gitrog with his combo combo deck it's yeah it is a it is a combo deck that 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 deck was was beautiful but brutal to play the primer for that deck is literally a like college dissertation no yeah so pretty much what you need is you need some way the way i played it you need a discard outlet um Mm -hmm. and you need to have lands in hand and you you need dacmore salvage which which dredges and you know i the way i played i played scourge familiar which is you know discard card to get a black mana to your mana pool and then i would sink that eventually into like torment of hailfire or exsanguinate but here's the deal with the way dredge is worded you have to walk that out 
every single time. Thousand Year Storms, the same way. Flipping coins with Kirk and Sakashima, same thing. Bolas Citadel, you got to play each of those spells yes, one at a time. Yes, you have to do it. You have to do it. And I remember playing a game where I was like, I'm going to demonstrate this combo. It works. If you interrupt Trust it, me. Trust me, bro. It works. But, but that's all I had to explain. I'd be like, trust me, it works. But like, if you disrupt it, obviously I lose or I have to no. respond. But my opponent was like a little salty that I was winning that way. And so he made me walk it out. And that took... By the time we were like 20 minutes into me walking it out, I think he was just like, okay, I'm done. You have it. Cause I think he was yeah. getting like whatever, but it's like, it's one of those combos that like eventually it'll get there, but because of how exponential it is and how yeah, vast, exactly. cause you have to have like shufflers in the deck. You have to have like an Ulamog or a guy's blessing or whatever, but it's just crazy combos like that. There are these certain like manual combo cards. These like one card, I wouldn't even call it a combo card. Just like very powerful cards that do a mm -hmm. lot of things. Yeah that you feel obligated to run because they're just like really good cards or they're like amazing for your deck. Like, is there ever a world where we just like don't run them? I but if do we that. don't run them, what do we do? Is I don't it just do like, that. it's just a fact of the format that that's just how this is. This is how that's going to be. And if that's the I'm, case, do we have to bring it up at the beginning of, of the games? Like, do you have to say, Hey, I have a bowl of Citadel in this deck. I don't think anyone so, would ever bat an eye at a bowl of no. Citadel. I don't think anyone would ever bat an eye at a, at a Dakmar combo. No. So, so when it comes to, cause I think that's what's expected of that yeah. truthfully. So yeah. like I, I run combos in certain decks, not because I have to, but because I want to, or I like to like with Locust God, those are my safety nets, but I, I don't feel obligated to run them. I play the deck how I want to play it. But when it comes to like expressing that before the game, I, I think a really good way to explain it is like, Hey, I have an infinite combo in here. You know, like if it's like if it's like a well-known combo, if you're holding up a veto, I know what that combo is. But yeah. like if you're like, this is my um oh gosh, my like uh Tom Bombadil deck that functions off of turning all of my enchantments into creatures and then flickering those creatures and making you mill them, I think that's super different because I'm not gonna know that, you know? The other day I was trying to explain to you the um the combo that I built into Borborygmos and Fibblethip. Yeah, I remember you just saying you, it's bad. <laughs> you had to go Google every single one of the cards. It was no, that, yeah. like... I was confused because you went, I don't think... Was that the one that you said that you weren't going to build anymore? Yeah, I'm not I'm not building it anyway. And this is, this is me exercising restraint and me realizing like, hey, mm -hmm. this goes too far. And I think that's something that we can exercise in our deck building and our playtesting and stuff like that. Yeah. Where if, like if you're very, very, very easily able to tell a vibe from a deck where it's like, oh, like this is too combo-y for mm -hmm. the table that I'm trying to play for. Or, you know, maybe it's not combo-y enough. Like, you know, maybe this does only, you know, remove a player I'm on turn four and then they have to go sit for an hour and a half. And while we like actually mm -hmm. get to hang out. I mean, you and I had that conversation about tweaking your decks in order to create the kind of energy you want to have for games. Yeah. I also don't want to make people feel miserable with me. And and that's the same thing that you did with your 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 Borborygmos deck, which honestly I commend you for because that deck looks very fun. And honestly, those combo cards are in and of itself a whole can yeah. of worms of, of overpowered, <laughs> strong stuff you didn't know that uyo silent prophet from champions of kamigawa was gonna break borborygmos and fibble thip nope 
but guess what? Everything is going to combo with something eventually. Yes. <laughs> That's how it is. It, That's how it's going to work. And it's going to be crazy. And it's going to be nasty. Because of the design philosophy for Commander nowadays, where mm -hmm. they are maximizing backwards compatibility for cards and mechanics mm -hmm. and sets and everything like that, it's truer than ever that everything is inevitably going to lead to combos or like just higher power synergies in general mm -hmm. that like you said there's this inevitability mm -hmm. that the the format is going to boil down to a combo format the more the more and more that the format is left to develop and more cards get released into the format it this will be a combo format no matter how much we try not to have it be a combo format yeah, I want to explain something here. I, I've noticed this trend too. I've had these thoughts exactly. Like we, I, I truly think that's why I've been leaning more towards combat-focused decks and creature-focused decks because people are trying to prepare more for disrupting combos and instant spells and sorcery spells and removing those enchantments and stuff. But that's why I've been leaning more towards swingers with like Zapandra and Vivictus. And I, I've had this metaphor in my head for a while, but truly it, playing a game with those decks against combo decks feels like I'm a caveman shoving a <laughs> stick into a motherboard and all of a sudden they go, we can't fix it. And it's just like a stick <laughs> a caveman stopping this intelligent race. with. A Why stick. do you think I've been playing this way for like the decade that I've been playing magic almost exclusively? It I love it so much. It's so much. Fun. I've grown to love it. Well, and here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Wait until you play creature combo decks that just do everything with creatures, like Primal Surge. Yeah, I mean, well, I did try that at first. You remember that? My Zapandra deck was supposed to be a yeah. Primal Surge deck, but yeah. then you and literally that... texted me and you went, you realize you're going to have to make this a combo deck. And I went, nope, never nope. mind. Done out of here. <laughs> yeah, I just went straight creatures. I was like, I'm bored with this. I don't want to do a combo. But like now you're just having fun. Yeah. You're combining cards together but you're not comboing. And I think no. that's the that's the nuance that people need to um, take time, sit down, look in the mirror, and just soul search. Do I like combos or do mm -hmm. I like combining cards together? Because there's a difference. I like synergy. I like synergies. That's mm -hmm. why you don't see me playing too many combos. I find synergies to be much more rewarding because I think synergies yeah. take a little bit more nuance when you're deck building as opposed to combo additions because you know a combo is already going to be good because you've seen it played out and so you're going to shove it in there. But like, I think a synergy takes a little bit more finesse to kind of, yeah. it's a little bit more intricate. You know, it's more mm -hmm. delicate because a combo yeah. feels like a battering ram to me. Um, and a synergy feels less like that. Not all synergies are combos, but, but all, all combos, combos are, are synergies. synergies. Yeah. <laughs> not to not to throw a wrench in your logic there. Yeah, yeah. You mean a stick? <laughs> yeah. There's a lick of truth to that. Yeah, no, there is. And I think that's where people need to be careful. Mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't do combos truly because they don't bring me a lot of joy. But when I see a card like maybe ricochet off of something and not the spell ricochet, but like, you know, like with like Bramble Sovereign, I make token copies of like my cards that enter the battlefield. But then I have a Sylvan Anthem that says whenever green creature ETBs, I scry. So then I yeah. get two scries. It just feels nice to have that fun little like interaction happen to me. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Outside of kiki-jiki or, like, uh -huh. Thassa's Oracle stuff, what is, like, the most white bread vanilla combo that you can think of? Sanguine Bond and Exquisite Blood. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what I'm comparing this to in my head. It's still two cards. Still does interesting things. Actually still mm -hmm. needs a third card to, yes, like, actually pop it off. have an outlet to do yeah. anything. 
but it's but it's the it's, most it's a lot more interesting it, it's it, compelling it, it's something that someone's never seen yeah but like i i know it's coming from a mile away when i see a sanguine yeah. hit the field i'm like i know what you're doing we all know what yep. you're doing you're playing life gain aristocrats vampires what have you super sleuth <laughs> blue could figure this out without clues there's no paw prints on these cards just the amount of reps that i've put into magic and like yeah doing this as my job i look at a lot of cards all day i know and all you think about is how cards work with other cards mm-hmm. you're less blindsided it feels less bad seeing the cards themselves that get played and then combo you feel less bad about that but then you tend to focus more on the context mm-hmm. there's a big difference between your locust god combo with um yeah. sage of the falls coming down at 70 minutes <clears throat> versus 20 the context of it is well, we've actually played a game and it is not that easy to assemble to do in the first place versus yeah. blue, blue, black from hand at instant speed at any time mm-hmm. or even worse, like flash in CDH where you just like happen to have this blue instant and a protein Hulk in your hand mm-hmm. and then you just win the game on turn zero like People people have like gone to their upkeep mm-hmm. or or their draw phase on the first turn, the first player, and the game's already over. Like that's that's not fun. That's yeah. cool, like the first time you see it, that's novel, but like anytime after that, it's not Yeah. Victory cluster. Victory is always fun to achieve, don't get me wrong, but I also don't want to do it at the cost of other people's enjoyment. You are you are one quarter of the time equity at the table. Mm. And I think that's something that I've tried to be more cognizant of as time has gone on. I also feel like our experience is going to be different with this. I feel like we always have to preface this, but because we, yeah. our play group is made largely of, not mostly of, but largely of content creators, we, we have an incredibly different experience than yeah. others do. Like, I mean, I still go to FNM almost every week. It's been a couple of weeks cause I've been away on, on trips, but like I go to, I go to FNM. I play with people there, but I also play with, you know, you and like people like Olivia and like Shivam and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. we, we all play like on stream with each other. We, so it's we have like this unwritten experience. vibe check. Yeah. We'll have our fun in, in one game. And if it, if it happens to happen again, the second game, Oh, well, but yeah, like if you if you just utterly pop off on on that first game, yeah, you know maybe mulligan that like super hot snap keep game mm-hmm. two. Uh, okay. Whereas if we're if we're out in you know at an event or something like that, we are a little bit more in depth with the vibe checks and like, hey, if push comes to shove, it's getting late, go off. Or yeah, let's like let's let this game kind of develop a little bit. Don't play with your food, mm-hmm. but like. We're just trying to hang out, get to know each other, have a good time. There's a there's a big difference there. Yeah, and there I, is. I think I think a lot of that a lot of this combo talk actually boils down to um, you know not necessarily prefacing that like hey I have combos in my deck, mm-hmm. but more hey if I have my combo should I just play it right away? Should I just go for it? Yeah, I've but we've had that happen on streams before where somebody goes I have the win in hand. You know, what are y'all feeling? Which in itself can come across a certain way. Don't get me wrong. But I also appreciate it because it's valuing my time. It's like, hey, do I want to play for another hour? Or do like we want to like have you in and then I can leave and get lunch? 
you know, because yeah. I'm hungry. I've had that happen. Exactly. I'm, I, I find exactly. it to be a little bit more respectful of my time when people Nin- do 99% of the time, we're telling that person to go off and do the thing. Usually, yeah, because I but think the, the phrase even that, is like, that little sometime. bit of respect. That little bit of respect goes a long way for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we see it more within within the creator space than we do in our, you know pods at FNM because the, the energy is just different there. Like it's yeah, it's exactly. and for a good reason it's it's different. But I I don't know. I think that we've been kind of I want to say spoiled, but I think like we have had the luxury. We tippy toe a lot more than most people normally yeah, would. Yeah, because we have the luxury to do that. You know, I think we do mm-hmm. as opposed to other people for sure. We're, you know, we're not there for ourselves. We're there to entertain others. Yes. And we're curating this vibe like, you know, a 25 minute, a 25 minute combo win that involves spinning wheels necessarily isn't fun to watch. No, it doesn't necessarily not. make great entertainment. Is it cool? Like mechanically in the game? Yeah. Yeah, and the end result could be cool itself, but that 25 sandwich in between is not going to be fun for you yeah. to watch the editor to exactly. edit and the stream to chat about. Yeah, like you you don't get a you don't get a gameplay video out of it. You get a TikTok or like a like a short clip. You get of, of, <laughs> you get a YouTube short. <laughs> yeah. And there for a, for a content creator there's a big difference between the two. Yes, there is. Thank you so much for watching this week's episode of Bad at Magic. If you don't know who I am, my name is Chase, also known as Manic Curves. I'm a commander content creator streaming paper commander gameplay and deck building on my Twitch channel. And I also write articles for Star City Games. And I'm Eddie K plays cards on all of the things. I work behind the scenes with most of your favorite commander content creators. So if you're supporting them, chances are you're also supporting me, and I appreciate that. I also appreciate when you support this show by liking, subscribing, leaving a comment retweeting leaving a comment on the tweet because that's the cool thing to do these days to support the show goes a really really long way we appreciate it we appreciate you guys you're the reason that we do this we will both be in minneapolis so if you're in minneapolis come say hi to us and play some games please do